You know, I was driving in this morning and had my radio on and some talk show was on and predominantly black. And they were going on and on about white supremacy and slavery. And and uh, they were saying that what happened at the Capitol was white supremacy and it was worse than slavery, something dumb like that. And I wonder to myself, I wonder why is there so much talk about white supremacy and slavery day in and day out and day in and day out. But there is no real pushback against it. I don't hear like a loud pushback saying that this is not true. These you're lying. It's just not true. And and generation of generation of people keep hearing this. And it's just not true at all. But you say it long enough, you will believe that it's true, especially if there is no pushback. I remember when I first moved to L.A. and at 19, I think I, at 18 I came out here. And for the first time I started hearing a whole bunch of talk about racism, racism, racism. The black people were pushing it like not going north. The so-called civil rights leaders and NAACP and others. Louis Farrakhan. And because I didn't hear any pushback against it, um, I started to believe it. And once you believe something, whether it's a lie or the truth, it got you. And it took me a while until I was able to overcome it once I start questioning things. And I see that happening now is that everything is about racism. But even white people are not saying that it's not true. So white kids are starting to believe it too because there's no pushback. It's the same way with the lie about police brutality. That's not true either, but it's been said over everywhere in every corner, over and over and over and over again until people just believe it. You believe into it without even realizing you believe it. At some point, other than here, other people got to start speaking up against the lie. You got to start speaking up against it. And it's amazing to see white people going along with it. And some, some are even saying it as though it is true. It's just not true. And I just, you know, I'm a little surprised to see America allowing this to just happen. But when I think about it, it makes sense why it is happening. They've gotten rid of the men, the men are weak. The churches are gone. The Christians are weak. They're Bible thumpers, but they have no courage. Um, And... Men are getting beat up at, in their homes by their wives or girlfriends or whatever they live with. Children are turning on fathers. And these lies are just pushed forward by the children of the lie. And I'm wondering, how would that change if you don't start speaking up? 
And then I get to to meet with my producer this morning, Nick, the anchor baby. And lo and behold, he gave me these stories that's absolutely mind-blowing. I'm like, wow, I had, it's amazing. And I know a lot of people allow their lives to happen because they're afraid of what people think about them, of losing jobs and all that. But it's only going to get worse if the lies are pushed over and over again. And I got proof. Thanks to my amazing producer. So I have this amazing report. Angry people more easily, easily believe in lies. And we've been saying this for years now. When you have anger, it's easy to believe a lie and nearly impossible. You have to really get to know yourself to overcome the lie. But, and it's hard to believe the truth. Once you believe into a lie, it's hard to believe the truth. It's hard for anyone to convince you that it's a lie. It says that an IBM Watson health poll conducted last year shows that Americans are angrier than ever. Americans are angrier than ever. And that is so true. And I, you know, our theme this year is to love God with all your heart, soul, and might. We bring you back Christianity and to love God, love your neighbor as yourself. And I, can't, I realized that we needed that thing because of counseling and doing this show and talking. Everything is just about anger. It's rare that I hear a story of a family or friends or whatever that is dealing in love. And when I was growing up, it was unheard of for these, this being predominantly lies being told in the churches and everywhere. Listen to this. 80% of people believe Americans are angrier today compared with a generation ago. And that is so true. We did not grow up in my generation. We didn't grow up with this type of anger. And I grew up on a plantation in Alabama under the Jim Crow laws. Black people were not angry like this. White people were not afraid to stand up for themselves. We were not divided like this. And the people jumping on what happened at the Capitol when the ambush happened, the setup happened, then they're all about Antifa and uh, Black Lives Matter, terrorist attack upon America. Yeah, as though that never happened. 42% said they were often angry when checking the news compared to 21% in people ages 65 and up. That's my generation. We weren't into all this angry stuff. When we checked the news, at, when I was growing up, you were getting both sides of the story. And you're making the point that even movies have a one-sided agenda now. You would think that the 65 and up would be, if all this stuff about racism and white supremacism and, and sexism and slaveryism, if all that were true, my generation would be angry. Just think about that. They, they claim that slavery was so bad and that Jim Crow was so bad and that oh, white supremacy was so bad. But why is it my generation 
is not angry like that. NPR claims that the outrage over racism and police brutality in the news is justified and is the cause of the anger. That's a lie. That's another lie. First of all, there's no such thing as police brutality. That's a lie. And it's not the cause of anger. The cause of anger starts in the home. Amazing. What's a good point, Joel? Um, oh, that, that the people in your generation above who are closer to Jim Crow and, and, and quote-unquote racism and all that stuff, slavery, that why, why aren't they more mad you know, than the people of this generation. Right. And it just goes to show that over time, the brainwashing just has increased and people have gotten feeling away more. So now they're sharing all false information. And as the generations go, it just gets worse and worse and worse, which is why the anger is getting worse. In my generation, we didn't even sit around talking about Jim Crow or slavery. Right. We were living our lives. Are living our lives. It's crazy. Just think, my generation not all mad. Right. What the? Right. I never imagined that one day I would see Americans attacking police because some dumb people say, oh, police brutality. And you are looking at the blacks fighting with the cops, running from the cops, trying to attack the cops with weapons. You're looking at that happen. And yet you believe that it's police brutality. You must be smoking too much pot. You're looking at the blacks running. You're looking at them fighting the cops. I can see it in you were watching the blacks following the order of the cops, instructions, directions, and, you, and the police were being mean to the people. Then it would make sense. But that's not happening. Blacks are openly ignoring the cops, cursing them out. When they're stopped, and they know they... They got a record. They don't have car insurance or driver's license or they're out for a warrant. And they'll start cursing the cops out. And then the cops have to take strong action. And then they come back, oh, police brutality. And the mother of these and some of the fathers of these people on the news, oh, my poor baby. My baby was a good child. Know that they're lying. They're thinking about money. And those who are not falling for it, you're really quiet about it. You won't say anything for fear of being called racist or Arkatom or sellout, some name. When people want to hurt you, they're going to call you names. They're going to allow you. They want to destroy you. They have no love. When will you deal with that? How long can you run from it? And it's just getting worse because the people are afraid. Christians today act like they don't know how to fight back. In the right way. Not violent. You don't need violent. You have God. The children of the lie are the ones that are violent. Look at Black Lives Matter. Worse than the KKK. A terrorist attack upon America. They're like, oh, the Capitol. The, what happened at the Capitol building was racist, white supremacist. Okay. What about the terrorist attack upon America by Black Lives Matter. 
worked in the KKK. Oh, that was a peaceful protest. What about all the buildings and, and black stealing and killing and robbing? That was peaceful. It was justified, they say. How did that come out your mouth when you know it's not true? <laughs> I know. They see it on the news. They hear the reporter saying it was justified. It wasn't an attack. They say the same thing. That's the part I don't understand because people often do that. They'll see one thing and then name it racism and all that stuff, but then would totally just not even mention the other thing. I know. I just don't. I, I'm still trying to understand that. It's the darnest thing I ever seen. Say it's busy. How did it get this way? <laughs> but when you're angry, you can't believe the truth. You cannot. I don't care what no one says. You believe one-sided stories and everything. And that's what we're getting now, one-sided stories. And I'm wondering now how the, and I know, I already know the answer to this. How do you keep bringing up something that happened 150 years ago? It doesn't even exist. Yesterday doesn't exist. So how are you going to bring up 150 years and pretend that white people today has something to do with it? And you're going to skip over my generation, generation before me, that were doing very well in life. And while you're fighting one another, they are taking more control of you, the government and, and the so-called leaders. Do you realize they have the military in Washington, D.C., the United States of America? It looked like a third world country. And the children that are born today, they're going to come into the world seeing that, and that's going to look normal to them. Like the millennial men, they came into a world where it was already screwed up. The women were taken over, and the women turned them into girls. They're afraid of the women. Women are beat it. I've never heard so many men get beat by women. You told Hoppo to beat me. The New York Times wants to tell you what reality is. In a New York Times article, the writer want the Biden administration to tackle, tackle our reality crisis by appointing what they call a reality czar, a.k.a. someone in charge of telling you what reality is. And it's getting to that point. This is what happened to the blacks. They stopped thinking for themselves and the black race hustlers, the black politicians, the uh, preachers, and the so-called civil rights leaders, they start telling black people what their reality was. It's about slavery. It's about racism. And blacks stop thinking. And look at them now. Our realities are they want to tell you what reality is. They don't want you thinking for yourself. That's why they always have the noise going on, the lies. Because if you take a moment to ask questions, what does that mean? Why is this happening? They lose you. And they don't want that to happen. They want to control reality. Don't believe us. You don't have to believe us. I want you to hear this woman by the name of Jean Saki. She is a Biden administration press secretary admitting that the administration is okay with social media censorship and the need to reduce hate speech. Watch this. 
You know, President Trump has been barred from a lot of social media sites. Just curious whether you think his absence has made your job any easier or the White House's job any easier as it kind of goes forward on these COVID negotiations. This may be hard to believe. We don't spend a lot of time talking about or thinking about President Trump here, former President Trump, uh, to, to be very clear. Uh, I can't say we miss him on Twitter. Does President Biden support the continuing ban of, of, of President Trump on their sites? I think that's a decision made by Twitter. We've, we've certainly spoken to and he's spoken to um, the need for social media platforms to continue to take steps to reduce hate speech. Um. Amazing. So they want you to believe the fake reality such as racism. They want you to believe what they put out, not both sides and let you decide. So I want you to pay attention to this. This is from WGCU Public Media. I really want you to pay attention to this soundbite we're about to play now. This is a quote-unquote Black History Month documentary from last year. The guests describe never talking about slavery at home and how blacks built their own community that thrived. They used to not even talk about it, and that, that is so true. And black are doing very well. Watch this. Family stories about slavery reflected individual experiences, but as time passed, many families moved on and looked forward. To be fair, there wasn't too much I heard about it. Slavery was not a conversation that really was addressed very much in my family, but my grandfather, maternal grandfather, told me that his mother was a slave. Uh, I've never met anybody uh, firsthand that, that was a slave. One of the reasons I think that slavery really wasn't a, a discussion for households of African Americans, especially because so many bad experiences were connected with slavery especially for people in the South, and in the Deep South. And it was just a topic that was better left not discussed. After the Civil War was over and slaves were freed, African Americans in Southwest Florida established communities. Uh, they, of course, helped to do everything from digging up uh, palm scrubs to just laying out the town and, and helping to develop that town. And later, other African-Americans came to the area. As work became available to them, they settled in Unsanable Island, Boca Grand Island, out east near Alva, and other areas of Lee County down south near Fort Myers Beach. The African-Americans who came to work remained to live here. Pick the fruit in Alva. As African-American communities grew, churches were built. These buildings became more than just places of worship. We and Oklahoma is a unique space in terms of the number of African-American towns that were established. Some suggest upwards of 50 African-American towns. The African-American educators, doctors, lawyers, landowners, oil barons. And I think that's what's so remarkable about this footage. To think that individuals how many years out of slavery are now owning oil wells that are producing 2,000 barrels a day. Is that not the ultimate American dream? Is that not the ultimate American story? Amazing. 
See, blacks did well. They wouldn't sit around complaining and talking about slavery. I remember hearing the story that, and that one guy said his father's mother or someone was a slave, yeah. right? And they didn't sit around talking about it. Weak people sit around and complain and blame others for what's happening in their life. Strong people move on. It is crazy. And look how the blacks, they all oil well. What's up? <laughs> Just imagine where they would be today had they not fell to this mentality of victimhood. Just imagine. You can use your imagination for a minute. They'll be doing as well as they say the Jews are doing. The Jews went through, what I heard, hard time. But look how well they're doing. The black are doing the same thing. They were not sitting around complaining. You know, talking to himself. Oh, right? I, I, I didn't know. <laughs> you know that, thing, yeah. <laughs> it's like, would you, you know, the, the imagination for millennials and Zs and all that stuff, this generation now is so powerful that it's not good to dwell on certain things that not. people don't know what really happened because the imagination runs wild and now, now you're angry. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. And then you repeated the crap like it, it happened to you. Um, that's why God said, take no thought about yesterday or tomorrow. It doesn't exist. And that's all that the blacks are pushing right now, yesterday and tomorrow. It, just, it develops a warp reality. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe. And share the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show for us. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it. <laughs>